We have the greatest story ever told. We just need to tell it. This is OSV Talks, a show where we explore topics from prominent Catholic leaders to spark discussion, explore new or re-explore old approaches, and inspire creative thinking, all from the heart of the church. My name is Doug Tuke, and I will be your host. Welcome. I'm here with Richard Ludwig, the president of the University of St. Thomas in Houston. Richard, thank you so much for coming on to our show today. Thanks, Doug. It's great to be with you. Thank you for doing an OSV talk as well. Yeah, my pleasure. You're a busy it's man. A we even did one of your rehearsals from Mexico. <laughs> you were all over the place. Well, you know, you got to keep going. <laughs> and you got to go on vacation also, you which do. is the key. Absolutely. Tell me about St. Thomas in Houston. I don't know the school very well, and I know that there's a lot of St. Thomases because I made a mistake <laughs> of saying it was in Florida one time, and you were like, no, <laughs> no we're the Texas one. That's right. We're the Texas one. It's, the, it's University of St. Thomas. We were founded by the Congregation of St. Basil, the Basilian Fathers. And uh, we're just having a lot of fun uh, being an authentically Catholic institution. Mm -hmm. It's a baccalaureate degree granting institution, but we have everything from PhDs down to associate's degrees now and even some other kinds of uh, upskilling for workforce development. Mm -hmm. So we really do try to provide um, that kind of education and formation mm-hmm. for the people of our archdiocese and way beyond now. So it's a lot of fun. That's incredible. What's the size of the school? We're almost 4,000 oh, students good. Okay, now. that's good size. Yeah. yeah. We've been growing rapidly, and, and we're, we're getting to where we think we'll, we'll be comfortable as being a little bit bigger than that. So we'll see. That's incredible, and I'm sure some of it is due to the great work that you do. Administration <laughs> is hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they say that as a charism is a gift. That's right. right. Go with so it. So we hope it's a gift anyway. Yeah. But, no, we feel like the Lord has blessed us with the work that we're doing there. You know, we have a terrific faculty and, and great staff, and, and our students are just incredible. So, yeah. you know, when all of that comes together, you can feel the Holy Spirit working. Indeed, indeed. In the collegiate space, you alluded to this. You said Catholic identity. It seems like the critique of higher education when you're shopping for your Catholic <laughs> school, right? This is the question. Right. What is the Catholic identity? And that is a loaded term, right? It is. How do you approach that conversation? What does that mean when you say to me, the Catholic identity here is this? Right. What does that mean? Uh-huh. Well, you know, our church is a really big place. Whenever you have more than a billion people in anything, you're yeah. going to get some variance. And so... As a university, you try to make allowances for those authentic expressions of the faith. Mm -hmm. And because of that, one of the things that we like to to say we do, and I think we do a really good job Mm -hmm. of that, is that we are, in essence, the university that provides the leadership for the American church in particular of the future. Mm -hmm. And I say that because our student population is about 85% students of color at the undergraduate level. Mm -hmm. And that is Hispanic, Asian Pacific Islanders, you name it. That's extremely diverse. Or it seems to me that it it is, is, which is what the church is. So (laughs) that's great. Yeah, It is universal, right? That's right. Both in the small C and big C components of that. So for us, that's part of being in Houston too, because it is a very demographically diverse um, metropolitan area. So 
when you have that, you have lots of different valid expressions of the faith. Mm -hmm. There are lots of different liturgical rites that are even celebrated on our campus, Incredible. all in full communion with the Holy See. So that is an orthodox and authentic expression of the faith, mm -hmm. but it's also one that sort of comes out from behind the hedges. You know, Francis says, go to the periphery. Well, right. we go to the periphery. Right. We, we take the notion of um, corporal works of mercy to heart, and we integrate that into the rhythm of our university life as well as the sacramental life of the university, and then certainly the intellectual formation of the university and the students. Yeah. That all blends together in a way that is a really authentic, we think very Catholic perspective, but yet anyone can come to our campus yeah. and if they are of goodwill, they're going to find a home. Yeah, that's, that's a powerful line. That's yeah. a powerful line though. It just feels like the critique is harsh. Well, it's not Catholic enough. You're too Catholic. That that I, I hear that about schools. My daughters are, uh, my oldest are 18 and, and 17. They're mm -hmm. searching. They're looking for schools. Right. And they're asking these questions, and we're having these conversations, as many parents in America are. So the way you mm -hmm. describe that is pretty pretty exciting you know it just feels like it's something that should be shared more with others which i well, love thank you and, yeah and it is exciting and and i think that's in part why we see this rapid growth you know parents in particular are looking for value indeed in higher education absolutely but they're really looking for values in yeah. higher education say more about that specifically yeah. what values so the values that that we have we have them from our basilian fathers they are goodness discipline knowledge now that discipline one in particular people are kind of like whoa what's that mean <laughs> well if you think about it it is really forming the the habits of heart mm -hmm. mind and and spirit right in a way that that works to the good you know we lead with goodness because that is that is close to god that is close to love that is how we know one another mm -hmm. the discipline is that formation that happens and then the knowledge certainly it's a university but it's beyond knowledge really it's a a wisdom of how all of these other values work together and then the university adds one more value and that is community yeah so i, I spoke before about that intense sort of diversity and how the church comes together mm -hmm. That's something that is such a rich experience. It brings to life the notion that we are Catholic yeah. in so many senses of that word. It does. It does. But in, I think, a pretty unique way. And I think that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd be doing this when you were younger? 22-year-old <laughs> Richard? You're yes. like, yes, I'm going to be a president of a university. I Yeah. I did say about say Amen. more about that. Yeah. No, I want to know this story. I want to know <laughs> so this story. I was uh, I was about probably 19 or 20 years old when I decided I thought I had a calling a uh, vocation yeah. for a university presidency. You mentioned uh, I love that you're calling early. it that though. Yeah, it's it's that's that's what I felt. I I had a very strong formative process when I was an undergraduate mm -hmm. and at that point I thought, you know, this is something that because you have the chance to to bring the skills that the Lord gives you to create a community and really shape help shape the lives mm -hmm. of not only young people but in today's higher education everybody mm -hmm. you know the, the the growth of higher education is set to more than double in the next 10 years wow and almost all of that growth is in people beyond the what we think of as the traditional college age yeah. so so that is something that at age 19 or 20 i hadn't considered but it's a rich blessing that it continues to evolve in that way and so uh this th one of the stories that i love to tell and i told it when i was um a candidate for the presidency at, mm -hmm. the, at university of saint thomas 
about, well, it was almost 20 years ago now, I made a list of about 10 institutions in the United States that I thought would fit with sort of my understanding of, of how university and, and the Catholic identity would work together. Mm -hmm. And the irony or the providence of it all, is, if you might say that, is that um, University of St. Thomas, even though I had never visited the campus, mm -hmm. was in my top five. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so, you know, when the job became available and I made application, you know, I, I prayed, if this is the right thing, Lord, yeah. let it be. And and apparently it was, so that's where I am. And That's, that's providential. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and I love that you're using right. terminology like vocation to describe that because yeah. how many years have you been there? Uh, three and a half, almost four. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a journey. You're in the thick it's, of it. We are. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. And, and, you know, as I said, we've been blessed by some really, if you just look at the metrics that other people use mm -hmm. about universities and, and their, their fiscal health, we really have uh, seen uh, a time of blessing for the yeah. university. And when you look at it from a spiritual perspective mm -hmm. or the growth of our community, um, it's never where I want it to be, yeah. right? Because which means you're always wanting to improve. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. exciting. So that's and, good, and, and that's that's it. Because in in a sense, it is where heaven and earth come together, uh, that we give people a vision mm -hmm. of how it can be. What's your advice to to a 18 year old seeking a potential undergrad? that's tracking down schools and they right. you know this better than I do because you live in this world mm -hmm. many an 18 year old has a plan in their head <laughs> I'm gonna be a doctor I'm gonna be a lawyer and that's fine a right. lot of that changes because undergrad changes us it broadens our perspective right, right? Sure. what's your advice to that person who says this is the discipline I want to study but I really want this faith aspect to develop in college yeah what do you say to them and maybe what do you say to their mom and dad but what do you say to them specifically yeah well, for the student, I, I ask them to kind of take stock of themselves, mm -hmm. right? Because everybody gets caught up in, the, you know, in high school or the formation before college. Indeed. Right? They're like, oh, I've got to be in this activity or that activity, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. They're going 100 miles an hour. And all that's great because they're told, well, to do that and to get to the best college, you've got to do those sorts yeah. of things. And I just ask them to stop and take a breath. Right. And discern. This is a big moment in the life of anybody. Right. To discern about what are the gifts that you think the Lord has given you. And by discern, you're you're really alluding to prayer here. You're saying prayerfully consider this thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is what what gifts do you think? Because we believe that the Holy Spirit has endowed each of us with certain gifts. Indeed. And in times, sometimes those shift over time right. as well. But at that point of your life, what do you feel are those gifts? What are the things that when you do them or when you try to do them, yeah. right, you feel great joy? You know that's what you need to do. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, then, then take that and figure out where that can come to full flourish yeah. in the context of that community. And we think with a focus on goodness and habit mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then the mm -hmm. wisdom that comes from it. So Indeed. that's something that I think each if they just get real with themselves. Yeah. And that's what we ask is that they get real with themselves. And we do that with our own students once they show up. Yeah. We ask them to do to go through that process. And that's going to really help them because then I encourage people to go visit the institutions. Indeed. Right. Yeah. And see what resonates. Right. I mean, there is a reason 
why we say there's a ministry of presence, yeah. right? There is also that that place, that ministry of place in some ways that resonate with people. And so we th- like to think that when students come to the University of St. Thomas in Houston, that they're going to see this beautiful peace mm-hmm. that comes over them. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, oh, I'm tired peace. Mm-hmm. It is a peace that that is renewing, invigorating. It it will prepare them for life. They'll see the chapel and the trees and all the activities that go on. And they will see our students, and they're really great people. I mean, I've been on a lot of college campuses, Mm -hmm. and our students are just incredibly sweet. I always (laughs) appreciate when leadership says, this might not be for you, Mm -hmm. um, but if it is, It'll be the best thing for you. Yeah. I just love that. I feel like that tone is coming from you. Like, yeah. this is who we are. We're comfortable with who we are. When you ask a young person to discern, to prayerfully consider, you mm-hmm. take away guesswork. Guesswork is gone. Right. Now you're saying the spirit is helping to make that decision. Indeed. And I think that's just great leadership. Yeah. I really do. You know, we have, um, we have some other world-class um, institutions not far from our campus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, it is, and we've seen this with international students in particular, our process, uh, because we try to honor the dignity of each human person, mm-hmm. right, is, is a process that doesn't take very long yeah. in the admissions process. Yeah. Right? So if they haven't gotten into the, the school that they thought because they'd never heard of us. They'd mm-hmm. heard of mm-hmm. a big school down the street. Right. Um, they might come and take a semester with us. The amazing thing for us is that when they do that, they better be careful because they'll fall in love. Yeah. And and I can tell you that story repeats itself time and I time love that. again. That that they see the potential yeah. in themselves by the formation that they gain in our community. And that's a that's a terrific statement. I, I love what that. It's like. Yeah, well, that's the ultimate statement because it's authentic <laughs> witness. It's like, yeah. well, I dare you to come over here because this <laughs> is going to change relationships. They don't want to go anywhere yeah, else. Yeah. I like that. It's awesome. Five, ten years from now, mm-hmm. what do you want people to say about your presidency, your leadership at the school? I want people to say it was a time of uh, great growth. It was a time of fulfillment in the potential of the institution. And I want them to say uh, they don't have to remember me or even even that I was there, but they have to feel that that God was welcome there and that yeah. they had an encounter with him. Yeah, that's really yeah. the purpose that I'm there. To Very serve. Christocentric. I love that. I love that. Yeah. How do you deal with the, the how do you deal with failure? How do you, <laughs> well, right, let's just be real. Right. Administration is hard. You're not yeah. just managing ideas. You're managing people. I mean, these are these are real people from faculty to staff to students and coaches and all those other pieces. There's going to be these zingers, these <laughs> challenges. Right. Come on. You know, this is true. How do you do? You, do you just is it does it knock you off your socks or, or how do you navigate those broken moments and those intense challenges that come with the job? Well, you know, I, I our, our leadership team at University of St. Thomas is incredible. Yeah. OK. And, and we all have a perspective on on those misses. Of course. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and the perspective is the Lord has given us this as a learning opportunity. Yeah. Right. It is something that that will make us stronger, will make us better. Uh, and, and we welcome those yeah. things, right? It's, it's something, I mean, it might sound trite. It m- might sound a little too business booky, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, the business books say these. But it's true. And, and we take that in the context of our faith, too, because mm-hmm. um, 
we are strengthened by the trials that come to us. Yeah. And that's something that, that we think is really good to model. And, yeah. and you mentioned something earlier about managing people. Right. And, and I, I don't use the word manage as mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. as I do encounter. Sure, people, sure. Right? And so it is, that, it is that encounter of the other to learn, right? I may have some things to share, but they certainly have things yeah. to share. And it's that dialogue that, that evolves that really is how I see the, the administration <laughs> of yeah. the university yeah. going. It is a community of, of people who g- have great gifts to share. And, and it is our responsibility, a, a big one, to try and use those gifts in a way in concert, almost yeah. like an orchestra conductor, yeah. to make that beautiful music that uh, is pleasing to God's ears. I, I, I love when you use the word team um, because you're in a position, certainly others like you that are administrators that sometimes don't use that word and don't like the word team or cooperative or collaborative. Mm-hmm. But I think you live that. You sort oh, of yeah. speak that through. Yeah, yeah, because because why would you want to do this by yourself? That's just, there's not a lot of joy in that. Yeah. It's also not very universally Catholic. <laughs> I mean, the whole idea is we're in this together. Yeah. Who, who are your role models? Who are the ones who have mentored you and who really inspire you? Well, my parents. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Right, because uh, the faith came to me from that, the formation of really a lot of my own personal mm-hmm. way. Um, my, of course, parish priest, mm-hmm. right? So, and and he was part of Polonia, right? Mm. He was uh, a Polish priest come to us. And uh, How has your parish priest inspired you? Uh, because it was uh, uh, my formation was at a time right after Vatican II, uh-huh. and I think he was really um, in in great fidelity to the charisms, to the spirit of that council. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there were some other kinds of uh, expressions that came from that that may not have been as authentic. Sure, <laughs> sure. And uh, and and I think he did a good job of helping for me in that way. And yeah. so. From that follows a couple of other uh, heroes, right, yeah. of, of the Polish area, and, and one is uh, obviously Saint Pope John Paul II. Yeah, that's like the universal yeah, hero. Right? I, but I but I love it. Yeah. It should be that way. It is. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one is Saint Maximilian Kolbe. Sure. And in fact, um, both of those uh, saints have had an influence, an impact recently at the University of Saint Thomas where we started the John Paul II Institute. Mm-hmm. And it looks really at it, it kind of his formation, mm-hmm. both spiritual and cultural, uh, to look and see what is it of uh, Polish Catholicism in the last thousand years plus that has really saved Western Europe or mm. Christendom in many cases, but helped form him, and we think for the future of our church, had a big impact. And then certainly... You know, St. Maximilian Kolbe is one that we have really taken to in terms of his his um, gravitation to what the latest technologies of the time were. Yeah. And how he leveraged those. Yeah, say more about that, because yeah. a lot of people don't know that about him. Yeah. They don't realize that Kolbe was like this pretty savvy guy. Oh, he was yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. So he, he had this dream, you know, we need to reach people. So he created a media apostolate that it would all work together. You got the radio, you got the print at the time. Yeah. His really big goal that he never lived out was to have a movie studio 
You know, that a lot was of people the, don't know this yeah, about him. Yeah, it was about the same time that Disney started. Can yeah. you imagine what momentum our story, the Jesus story, would have had of with a hundred years of Max Colby companies wow. telling the the story? Anyway, he leveraged all of the technology at the time, and he created the largest media apostolate in the early twentieth century. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was incredible. And so we take that as inspiration because, yeah. and most people know the story. Of, of his sacrifice at the end of his life. Sure. He saved another man in Auschwitz by giving himself over to death. But that dignity of the human person coupled with an evangelization that uses the latest technology, uh-huh. we see that as a really powerful initiative for the future of University of St. Thomas. Yeah. We bring with us this great, great, great tradition and patrimony of of theology and philosophy and the, you know, the naming of our institution, yeah, yeah, St. Of course. Thomas right. Aquinas. But we also see how we go to the future and our church is not a static world. Yeah. It is one that engages the world and moves it forward. Indeed. Always how are you has. doing it? How are you doing it at St. Thomas? Give me some examples of stuff you're working on. Things uh, that things are, and I know we could go on forever, <laughs> but pick your favorites and just, yeah, tell us, tell okay. us about well, these you things. Know, that's a Sophie's choice. Pick my favorite. Right, right. right. So one of the things, because we have such a beautiful campus, we want the campus to be that destination for the world. We feel like it is in a place. It is in the, the, you know, east to west in the USA and north to south in the Americas. It's right in the heart of all of that. Mm-hmm. We want people to come there. So we're, we're building some things yeah. that are going to be incredible for as we welcome people to that. So hospitality, kind of leading with hospitality yes. there. Great. And spaces where people can gather and hear the word and, and just fellowship together. Awesome. Um, we are especially interested in how we digitize the future. Yeah. Say right? more about that. Yeah. So we have a, a couple of initiatives that I can't let. The, no, I know. The I that, live in this right? world. Right? I know. I but, know. Yeah. But, you know, just the example is in COVID, we swung from like 5% of our undergraduate classes to all online. Yeah. And we didn't just, okay, here's a Zoom and do it. Yeah. Right? We had in place a plan that we were already to implement. Yeah. But we just accelerated its timeline. And so we have we have educational designers for our faculty that mm-hmm. really help them bring to life what the students experience. So that kind of digitization, but not just that, because a lot of people have that. Yeah. What we want to do is really integrate the dignity of the human person into innovation and technology in a conversation with the world at the highest level of the secular technology interests Interesting. in a way that gives heart to what's done. And it's not just us that want to do that. But we are the ones really seeking to do that from a fully Catholic perspective. Sure. You know, Excordia Ecclesiae lays it out when it talks about science and, and innovation and technology. And it, and St. John Paul II says in that document that if we're not in that space, we've basically conceded the field to others. Wow. And we are not going to concede That's this That's right. We're we are not going to be part concede. of that human yeah. family yeah. to move the world forward. Not yielding to a, a yeah. postmodern agenda or yeah. whatever it is. I love that. I love that. It has some grit. Yeah. There's a lot of grit to that. <laughs> I like that. It is. And, and, you know, we think that we need to do that. The other thing is we, we are such a fast-growing archdiocese in Galveston, Houston. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our church is fast-growing in some parts of the world, too. Mm-hmm. So as we think about that as University of St. Thomas, 
we are exploring ways that we can help accelerate, help to augment that kind of formation mm -hmm. and growth mm -hmm. in our own area and around the globe. And so you'll see initiatives from us that are going to focus on both of those areas in a really big way. And not just Incredible. at the high end of right. the academic spectrum, right. but also at the, at the level where people need the skills to go out and make really good money for their families. Mm -hmm. That's important to us. Good for you. How can we learn more about you? Well, you can look us up on the <laughs> web, right? <laughs> St. Tom, S-T-T-H-O-M dot E-D-U. Yeah. And you can stop by and see us in Houston anytime. It's a wonderful place, and we invite everybody to come and, and visit with us. You celebrate. You, you are such a joy. You are such a joy Thanks. to be around, and I, I am so thankful for your leadership in academia. I think that there might be a voice that comes from the good work you're doing that will inspire other higher education. I really believe yeah. that. Well, we are always open to working with others, too. Yeah. So this is not That's just important. about USD. That's important. This is about Catholic higher education, yeah. and it's about the formation of the human person yeah. beyond that. It, this, is, this is for real, and it's not just ours to put under a bushel. Yeah, there's a fight for the minds of a generation. And yeah. uh, I think that there's a lot of people in the fight uh, and I think you're one of them. I, I really you. do. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate your your OSV talk. I appreciate your speaking sure. and being with us here today. Richard, thank you so much for My joining pleasure. me on the show. Thank you, Doug. God bless. God bless you. Thank you for listening. You can enjoy all OSV talks at osvtalks.com. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please rate and review our show wherever you like to listen. Friends, Innovative thinking is at the core of OSV, and OSV Talks is part of a much larger effort to be a catalyst for Catholic innovation. OSV Institute for Catholic Innovation brings you these talks from prominent Catholic leaders to spark discussion, explore new or re-explore old approaches, and inspire creative thinking, all from the heart of the church. Until next time, God bless.